Blog Talk Radio. sound like I'm losing my voice. <laughs> Nonetheless, welcome to the show, everybody. Happy Halloween. Hopefully all y'all trick-or-treaters got your candy and your parents checked them. And, you know, I don't know. They've been telling us that for years. But all these years when I was a trick-or-treater and my nieces were trick-or-treaters, we never had any problems with any stuff in the candy. So I don't know what that means exactly. So, <laughs> But I'm going to ask my boy Alex here and see because he is a parent and having to go through your kid's candy. I mean, I mean, even going back to probably when he was a kid too, Alex, what do you think about that? That's just kind of brought sparked a conversation right now. What do you think about the whole thing about checking the candy? By the way, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing? I appreciate it, man. I'm doing good, man. Just relaxing, kicking back a little, you know, just hanging out, man. It was, uh, it was another, uh, another year down, another year full of, and, you know, Halloween's changed, man. You know, it's like, I think people are understanding. I mean, the kids, the kids obviously are enjoying it and whatnot. But you know, one thing that sure. I did see a lot of is just people walking around in street clothes and, and little backpacks and stuff, collecting candy. You know, because it's you know, it's free, man. Free, free, uh, free candy to put out, free candy to grab. So it's like, do you really need a costume? I was joking because I looked at my dad and I was like, you know what? I was like, we should put a sign right here that says, uh, "No costume, no candy." But you know, <laughs> yes. You, yes. Look, every everything it. in life you have to earn, right? So I mean, for for Halloween candy, you got to dress up to earn it, right? I, you ain't lying about that, shoot. I mean, at this point, that just the the essence of a true Halloween is just not appreciated anymore these days. And you know, <laughs> wow. it's it's sad. It's sad because it, I I remember how much fun it used to be for me as a kid, and then even getting to right. getting to take my nieces trick or treating and so forth. And it's just like nowadays, it's just almost more about the candy than than the actual going out there and just having a good time, you know? I mean, I enjoyed it, you know. Yeah, I mean, but but I think that's a lot of things nowadays, you know, the, the the appreciation factor of what it used to be isn't there on a lot of things anymore. You know, we just live in a different time, different generation, and, um, you know, it's just <laughs> it's one of those things, man, that when you really look at it, it's, um, you know, some people still still bring out the, the Halloween spirit, and some people really – have a lot of fun with it, you know, others just kind of, yeah, you know, it's just, oh, well, you know, there's candy, let's just go grab our book bags and fill it up for school tomorrow, and, you know, we'll be good, so. <laughs> well, well, then let me ask you, you being Latino, I mean, do you feel like maybe Dia de los Muertos is kind of still something that is, respect, at least at least it's still being brought up with a little bit more respect and, and actually appreciation than actual Halloween? 
I know you. Oh, I, I don't know. know I, I don't know if you so. actually follow it or not. I know you're not Mexican, but I mean, right? You've heard of it. I know you. No, have, I. So. I uh, I definitely, I definitely like understand it and follow it and whatnot a, a little bit, and yeah, I think I think that's definitely taken seriously because you're, you're talking about the Mexican people who, you know, a lot of people that are outside the United States really still hang on culture like big time. So, you know, the other muertos is one of those days where you know uh, these people celebrate and wherever you know their family are, they they, they decorate all the cemeteries and bring them whatever favorite food or drinks they used to love and spend the day out there with them mm-hmm. and. You know, it's it's a huge celebration. So I think that is definitely taken seriously because people treat it very seriously because that's their family. You know, it's it's got a little bit more significance in Halloween. Um, so I think I think over there, man, yeah, it's definitely um, definitely appreciated and, and respected. And so it's it's really cool, you know. But unfortunately, you know, with all due respect, I just feel everything in the United States right now is just kind of a blow over like oh hey this is cool you know it's just i don't know it's different generation man you know now it's things are changing big time yeah that is definitely for sure and you know it's funny because i got introduced to that and you think growing up uh, i I am mexican myself growing up and not really understanding it until i see it in a movie i didn't quite understand the whole concept of it because my parents never really talked about it and they never really well i don't know if they ever really did anything with it but I just I watched it in a movie. Uh, I don't know if you remember. You might have seen it. I don't know, but it was called Blood In, Blood Out. No, I haven't seen that one. It's a movie going back to I want to say 1993, and it kind of gave me an insight. Not I talked that and just kind of talked just about that in general, but it kind of showed uh, a little bit of uh, what that means to the Hispanic culture and what they do in, when they honor honor the, the ones that have passed on. And it's kind of it was, it, was, it was an interesting look, and I didn't quite understand it until I saw it then. Oh, Nonetheless, wow. you know, yeah, definitely sounds I do recommend it if you. Well, I mean, if you get if you if you get a chance to check it out, I mean, it, it's a, it tells a different story, but I mean, you get to little, get a little piece of what that was all about in the story as well. But. Yeah. Um, Nonetheless, I got to bring up the fact that you're. Well, I, I know having a papa bear there because he he he's kind of missing, you know. I don't know. He's he's fashionably late again. Do we got to get on his case about that? Uh, I I don't yep, know. He's taking me trick or treating, so I'm kind of just like. Well, damn, I, something. Yeah. He left um, you hanging there, sunshine. I'm like, what's going on there? Yep. Y'all, I, I had my little oh, Pikachu y'all costume y'all. ready, and he just left me left me hanging tonight. I figured you more like the Pokemon. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey. Although, I although I will say, oh, shut up, shut up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. No, I did. I have to give props though because I'm digging the, the photo shoot pictures that you you've been posting up there about your with your ring gear and so forth. I got to give you props for that because no. it, it's, it's looking it's looking amazing. And whoever did that uh, for you, man, I appreciate it. to them as well. But thank you, thank you. You're yeah, really out of, uh, under the weather, man. Are you doing okay? Oh yeah, I'm totally fine. Just uh, you know, getting a little congested, but uh, I'm just kind of getting over a little, like a small little cough. But no, I'm I'm completely fine, man. Other other than just like the respiratory and nasal parts, I'm I'm 100% all around, so I'm good. Okay, so you know, because we got a lot yeah, of topics no, totally. to cover, and definitely, oh, yeah. like you told me last week. I mean, last week I had not much energy and not much enthusiasm. As you obviously can be, you probably heard, this week I'm gonna right, need right, that yeah. little more enthusiasm no, out of you. So, but I was going oh, through yeah, some yeah, stuff, and I'm, I'm I'm over that now. So, 
Um, right. Speaking of which, your I think he I think maybe his ears are ringing or his nose is itchy or something or ears are red hot or something. I don't know because he, he as soon as we we talked about him, and he pops up on my call list here, so he must have knew we were talking about him. Unless, <laughs> welcome, welcome, Nate. What's happy Halloween, sir? Oh, what, what's going on, brothers? I, I looked at the clock and I, I realized it, it's close to midnight, Felix. Something evil's lurking in the dark. <laughs> see, see, if you're around our age, uh, you would know what that means. And I know, Alex, if you're a fan of Michael Jackson, you'll know what that means, too. <laughs> a little thriller going on. Just in case those of us who don't know who that is, believe it or not, and such, I have to keep saying this, but people forget who, you know, such amazing talent. That song is still classic and goes with Halloween any time of the year, or even any time of the year for that matter. But Michael Jackson, he made Michael's the guy uh, uh, that uh, stole everything he did from Nakamura, right? Yep, yep. I agree. <laughs> yes, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, my God. I was going up a topic. I know, right? Well, I was, uh, was going to say, you know. Uh, guess. Go ahead, man. Oh, no, real quick, just because, uh, you know, you said somehow, like, people don't appreciate a lot of, like, you know, when you were like, oh, a lot of people don't even know who Michael Jackson is. It's really funny you say that because yesterday we had training and we were watching film and I had I had one of our younger guys, he's, he's about to be 14, and he's, he's in there training and I put on Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior in WrestleMania 3 because I wanted them to watch the, the psychology and the the, uh, the the emotion and the facial expressions of the entire match. Not so much the quality, but I wanted them to watch the facials and the emotions and, and the way the crowd reacted mm. to certain things. So I put it on and I'm like, all right guys, look, this is Hulk Hogan, you know, versus Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania three. And I look back at the kid and I was Six. like, Oh wait, wait a second. I pause it. I'm like Six. just Six. let you know I was like Six. Hulk Hogan what? He's still not listening to me. <laughs> Wait, what? I am not trying to be rude and cut you off, brother, but I'm just saying that was WrestleMania six. Oh, you kept bad, saying three. Six. <laughs> Why did I say three? Nah, I not. think you know what I think. <laughs> I think I said six yesterday, but I'm like, hey, it's three today. But anywho, it was six, <laughs> right? Anyway, <laughs> hey, it's been a long night. So, uh, so yeah, so I basically WrestleMania six, and I told him I turned around. I'm like, hey man, just to let you know, I was like. I was like, you do know who Hulk Hogan is, right? I was like, look, he he basically was one of the pioneers, and everybody started dying laughing. I'm like, because I was like, just in case you don't know who he is, this is who he is, blah, 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 blah. And the kid's like, looks at me, he's like, yo, I know who Hulk Hogan is. I'm like, all right, just making sure, just making sure. You know, I mean, you guys are, you know, there there was a John Cena before John Cena, right? So, oh, yeah. Hey, look, a lot of people don't No, but that's a good point. I mean, at this point, they're, they're – these are icons of yesteryear, and just because they're not actively wrestling anymore, they become a part of American pop culture. And you can't say that Hogan is not. You can't say that yeah, he yeah. was never part of it because he was a huge part of the 80s. I mean, a very huge part of the 80s, along with Michael Jackson. He, he revolutionized Black wrestling, time. man. Wrestling wouldn't be what it is today without Hogan. There's no way. Whether you like him or not. Whether you like him or not. Whether you but like I, him or not, correct. I was, I was, and it's true. Not many people do like him. But nonetheless... Uh, <laughs> got some topics Brother. to talk about tonight, and then if we, we're, shut up, you don't get Nate started on that, you don't get Nate started on that, because <laughs> he and I have a little joke about that, that's been going on since, God, it's been a couple of years now, but anyways, 
Um, I mean, every, everything was cool. Felix, I don't, I don't know why, man. Everything was cool with me and the Hulkster till I wanted to date his daughter, and he pulled out like a measuring tape and said I wasn't tall enough, and, and then everything went sideways <laughs> from there. Jesus. Oh, it's how the <laughs> Speaking of freaks, we got a few call- No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding for our callers that are sitting here on hold. I'm not talking about you guys, although you might be a little crazy. So. But um, since it is our Halloween special, I figure we kind of add a little twist to it, kind of doing what we did last year and, and probably the year before, if I'm not mistaken. And Alex, since this is your first Halloween with us that I recall, am I wrong on this? Yep. This is your first yep. Halloween show with us, right? It is, it is. All righty. Then, you know, we, we, we talked about it and we made it kind of a thing like the last couple of years to just kind of take it off of wrestling for a little bit. I mean, we can go back into it eventually, but we go into you know, talking some Halloween stories, Halloween shindigs at uh, our parties. Did I say shindigs? Wow, I'm going to age myself there. <laughs> Anyways, Halloween parties and uh, crazy costumes and, you know, movies that might have scared us as kids and, and, you know, all kinds of good stuff. And we invited a good friend of ours who, uh, well, we've really been, you know, we've, he's been an integral part of the show the last, I would say, two and a half years or so, and always willing to lend a hand. It's helped us out from time to time. And you, Let's just say um, he's quite the character himself. No, I'm not talking about Elio, although he is a character, not going to lie. <laughs> um, I am talking about a good friend of ours that Nate, knows, Nate and I know him very well. He is the one, the, the only, the incomparable Pat the Brat Piper. Yes. Hey, Pat, welcome back, man. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Oh, would you hang up this phone call on me? And <laughs> what sweet ass, I would. would you say if I said your show was gay? Would you ban me oh, like Jesus. Saul Rosenberg? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, fellas? Uh, well... Not much, Pat. I want to introduce you to our co-host here. He is. Uh, he we we might have we might have him a little scared tonight. I can probably assure you that. But uh, he's a good guy. He's, uh, his name's Alex Cruz. Hell of a guy. Hell of a talent. Hell of a young wrestler. Uh, uh, making a name for himself. And uh, he's been enjoy- uh, along for the ride this past year with us. And uh, he's hung in there because Nate and I get a little crazy on the mic sometimes. And he's What's hung up, in. Alex? Let's put it that way. Nothing much, man. How's it going? Good to meet you. Uh, good to meet you. Just hanging in there, brother. Look, man, you you have a voice that's a mix of Celine Dion and Elvis. It's it's impressive. Oh, uh, I just want to let I, you I know. know. Oh, my God. God. Are you egging no, him on? Right? No, you're not egging him on. Oh, my God. We <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't want to do that look. now, would we? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not egging him on. No, you do on. not. I'm giving, I'm giving this. Is uh, always late Nate there? Yeah, you are, right? Oh, you know, you know I, I, I would not, uh, I wouldn't miss a chance yes. to, to reconnect with you, brother. You know, you are our resident Hall of Famer, man. How you been, brother? Uh, hanging in there, hanging in there. How about you? Oh, man, it's, uh, since, since you've been gone, man, I, I've uh, discovered my, my long-lost uh, son, uh, Alex, that you just, uh, Did you just spoke to. And, and, uh, since you've been gone? Wow. I mean, we are, we we can't take requests. We can take requests for Pat tonight. Yeah, I heard there was a rumor <laughs> that you had a you had a long lost son, and well, <laughs> here we are. Yeah, that's it. Hey, for all we know, for all we know, uh, it could have been it could have been Austin that was Nate's long lost son, and we don't know what, what would happen uh, with that. So, ooh, 
And we 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 gonna keep him lost. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But yes, I was inter- I was uh, telling him about uh, I was telling uh, Alex a little bit about what we were doing and so forth since this is his first uh, Halloween with us and. And initially, we started that discussion early, earlier in the call, and I'm not sure if you might have caught a piece of that or not, Pat. I know uh, Nate, you might have been, you might have missed a few minutes, a few minutes of that. But since Alex and I talked about it, I might as well just bring it up and mention it to you guys, see what you guys think, because you guys are from my era. You guys are obviously, well, past a little bit further along than we are, but you know what? That's another story. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to go. I, I had to go there. I had to go there. But, yeah. Uh, all right. I'm old. The, the concept. The concept of Halloween is just not yes. there anymore. It's not something that is appreciated. The essence of the whole Halloween holiday is more so right. commercialized or even more so about the damn candy than it is about getting out there and having a good time, getting out there and just going trick-or-treating. Alex even suggested from here on out, maybe he's just going to have to put a sign on the, on his, on his, the door of his house that says, no costume, no candy. You know, well, that's I mean, an idea. You know, but what do you guys think about that? Because you know, growing up, Halloween was awesome. I I had a good time with. It. I I didn't always have the best costumes, but I mean, I had a good time. <laughs> yeah, but um, like we talked about last year, like like back in the day, like I mean, there was no curfew. Like I could be trick or treating at ten o'clock at night, knocking on people's doors, and they'd still be handing out candy. But yeah. you know, as mm-hmm. the year, as the years progressed and everything, you know. People want to ruin Halloween. You know, you got people putting razor blades and candy apples and needles through candy and stuff, and just you know. Now that's that's going to pose my second question to you guys as well, because even growing up as kids, they always said check your candies. I never had a problem with that. Now no. I don't know if maybe my neighborhood was just just weird as hell, but I, I never had any problems finding anything in my candy. Uh, my parents ate half of my candy, but I mean, I I never found anything wrong with my candy. <laughs> But you know, my mother did the same thing. She still always gaffle my candy. I'm like, ma, I worked hard for that. Exactly. But I mean, the whole concept of and then checking the candy for the kids is that something that you feel like you still need to do as parents? I mean, Pat, you're you're also a parent as well. So I mean, even you can yeah. touch on that subject because I asked Alex about that with his child too. I mean, do you guys still feel like felt like it was a necessary thing to have to check the candy too? Um, Nowadays, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd still check it a little bit, you know, but um, what I did this year is I I really don't want my, my daughter's two, you know, so she's, she's a little over two years old and, um, Mm -hmm. and I I really didn't want her eating candy. So basically like, you know, we were, we were by my dad for, for Halloween today and we went and did our lap and then I took the candy and I dumped it back in this bowl outside and we handed it back out because I didn't want to take anything (laughs) home. Um, so uh, it's it's recycled and refurbished candy. So, but 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 what I do, so the the seven year old, what we did with her was, you know, like she got to keep a little bit, but I still made made them dump it all because I just don't like having candy in the house, because then that's all they want. So, you know, like I rather it be just kind of like every now and then you give the kids candy kind of thing. But, um, but no, like when we do bring it, I do check it. Like I, if if something doesn't look right, I I'd pull it out or. Um, if something's open, you throw it away. Like you have to. Anything that's like looks tampered with, or just like that cheap Dollar Tree type candy that's just like uh, <laughs> like just off brand, never seen it before. <laughs> yeah, you, you just toss those or, or get rid of them. Yeah, I, I wouldn't let them eat it. 
Hey, well, what's your problem with Smackers, man? Smackers is a great candy, along with uh, Rose's Pieces. Uh, uh, W&W, those are great. Uh, You're a candy smile, (laughs) Alex. Look, man. Oh, my goodness. Like, Alex sounds like the worst promoter in the world. Let's his kids do all the legwork, and then he keeps all the profit. Oh, hey, 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 look. Yeah, no, I look. see that. <laughs> no, I mean, look, basically what we did was we went and collected candy just to dump back into my dad's bucket there so he can hand it out <laughs> to the rest of the kids trick-or-treating. Uh, I didn't profit anything, but I'm not going to lie. I mean, I kept picking candy out of my dad's bucket, you know, while he was handing them out. Um, <laughs> dude, let me tell you, just, I'm addicted to those little cherry Tootsie Rolls, man. They're so good. Mm. Just the cherry ones, man. So I ate like seven of them. We're good. <laughs> You know what candy I hate is those those little candy corns. Oh, oh I can't even eat those. Candy corns yeah. are so annoying. See, see, this is oh. why this is why I'm glad we had Pat here tonight because I wanted to get into these hard hitting social issues, Pat. Because I, you know you you live up north and and I live down south and and down here, you know we we like our candy corns, sir. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you can have mine. It might be a geographical thing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, I could say on the West Coast, it's not liked over here either, so we're good over here. Oh. <laughs> does, does candy corn even make it to the West Coast? Touche. Yeah, does it? I don't think I see them in the stores that, that often, and if they do, that's probably the only thing that's left in the stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah they you know, taste like crap and nobody wants them. <laughs> yeah, it's probably organic candy exactly. corn in the West Coast. Oh, gluten-free. Gluten-free, organic. <laughs> gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> Have some, have some avocado candy. <laughs> See, here's some paleo oh tootsie gosh. rolls. There you go. Oh, God. Paleo. No, no, it's not paleo. It's paleo. Paleo. <laughs> Get it right now. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I, but no, you know what? Last night, uh, Pat and I got together and we were brainstorming. And this guy, well, like I said, he might have heard me say this, but... Pat can get a little freaky, a little crazy, a little out there, a little. But then again, if he wasn't that way, we wouldn't know him as Pat. So he and I were <laughs> brainstorming, and he tossed some ideas my way about what we could talk about. And, you know, it's definitely some ideas I can definitely throw at Alex, who he may not have heard of some of these before. And, you know, within a year's time, I'm pretty sure Nate has come up with some new things, some new memories, some new tra- traumatic experiences as a kid trick-or-treating, because God knows I have. But, um uh, some ideas that he tossed my way, and I, I'd definitely like to go around around the table here and uh, go your way, and we'll start with you, Alex, since you are the the, the, the new blood in the group here. Got to pick on you a little bit, but um, uh, as a kid, were you were you into any of the horror movies at all? First off, um, as a kid, I was I was really like shy and timid on a lot of things, so I I stayed away from from horror anything like. The I remember. I used what to age did you actually start actually being being familiar with it, though? Would you say had to be around like five, six, uh, because that's when I started knowing like what scary stuff was on TV and like if I can remember on Nickelodeon, they used to play was it was it Goosebumps or I think it was Goosebumps. And and as soon as the the opening credits started for that show. I'd hurry up and turn it off because I was already like, no, I don't want to get scared and not be able to go to sleep and stuff. Um, 
Yeah, man. Like I, I did not do well with, with anything scary when I was a kid. And it just, uh, it took me a while to kind of get brave about it. So no, I, I definitely mm. didn't deal with anything really horror wise. Um, to, to put it in perspective for you, whenever my family, even when I was like nine, like nine years old or whatnot, we'd go to Disney world and universal and, we got on the Jurassic Park ride and the, uh, the the King Kong ride. And for the Jurassic Park, I can tell you, I was in my mom's lap. Like, my face was, like, smothered in her lap for the entire time because I was I didn't want to see the dinosaurs and the King Kong. I Like, I, I would hear it, but, dude, my face was like like an ostrich in a hole, man. I, I, I did not I did not <laughs> freaking look up or nothing. So I, I didn't do well with scary stuff when I was a kid. God damn. Uh, that's good. So then... <laughs> well then I, I guess I could pose the question to you though as, as an adult now and I'm pretty sure you've, you've heard of these and maybe even caught a glimpse of some of them but since it, was, it wouldn't be good to pose it as far as a kid perspective but as an adult has there been any movies that you caught in the, you know, the horror genre that, that caught your interest and first you were kind of eh, thinking about it but then you watched it and be like damn that's a really good movie you know, or, you know, I mean, whatever the case was, there some, some movie that caught your interest yeah, in the horror I, genre. You know, honestly, I've, I've never really got into many, like, scary movies or horror movies. I've I, I watched a few, like, I've seen some of, like, the, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street. I've seen that before, and even that's still kind of like, uh, I'm kind of like, ugh, you know, I don't like watching some of this stuff, but, like, I, uh, I mean, I, I appreciate some scary movies. I've seen, I've seen some, you know, uh, uh I can't remember the, one of the scary movies that came out a few years ago, it was uh, obviously these guys were in the woods and I think it was, uh, they were like outside the windows and they were, they wore crazy, like almost not so much clown masks, but they were like these weird masks. And it was, I, can't, I couldn't remember what it was, but I mean, I've, I've seen a few different horror movies before and they were, they're cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I think it's, you know, it's, but I find them funny because it's like, you can kind of predict what's happening and nothing really like, you know, really surprises me. But, uh but no, I definitely like uh, like I watched one of the Chucky movies before, like uh, a good bit of it. <laughs> the, the the Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy Krueger, I thought was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to think, I don't really watch much because I, I like keeping my my emotions and my vibes and everything positive. So horror movies, sure, I just feel sure. like it just kind of dampers your mood. So I just I, I don't really watch them much. I kind of stay away from them. Or just scares the hell out of you. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> There's always that perspective because I mean, who can be a, who? Who would be afraid of? Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? Then again, <laughs> as a kid, you know, come here, you little fucker. Okay, I'm gonna kill you funny. now. Where's Andy at? You know, and <laughs> you didn't know what to think of that as a kid growing up and seeing those Chucky movies. Because God Almighty, my nieces and I can remember myself a little bit being scared of these damn dolls for a little bit. But you know, that that's me. But I mean, <laughs> I grew up with the era of uh, Poltergeist. The going back to the early years of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, you know, I you know people were so fascinated with The Exorcist, but you know I still to this day don't understand why. Don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, and I know Pat's ready to jump in and be like, "Oh, you son of a gun!" <laughs> but, <laughs> no, because I mean, honestly, from that, people were really freaked out by this movie because there was a reality version of it, and that's what I think the, the the Hollywood era now jumps into that because it's based on a true story or based on true life events. To, to, is it almost like the icing on the cake to pull people in to watch because oh, maybe this really did happen? 
which is why a lot of these movies nowadays are ridiculous because I don't know if it's true or not. But the whole thing with the, the Exorcist that still to this day is I'm just scratching my damn head. I'm like, what, what's scary about this? Because like, I, honestly, I think I got more scared seeing Linda Blair and Repossessed. And that was a funny movie. <laughs> wow. You know, well, what, wow. what, what, scared me, what scared me about The Exorcist is, um, you know, my mother is like a religious fanatic. Like she'd put the fear of God into you. Like, you know, you, you do something <laughs> okay. wrong, oh, you're going to hell. And you know, I'm <laughs> watching The Exorcist, and then, you know, Linda Blair's head is spinning around, and she's puking up green stuff. And, you know, my mother's like, shut that off, shut that off, you're going to go to hell, you're going to go to hell. And I'm like, okay, all right, click. <laughs> so, I mean, that's one of the, uh, one of the, I mean, plus it was it was a scary movie, I thought. But, you know, yeah. we, we have this religious upbringing with, you, with your mother being, you know, going to church every Sunday and whatnot. And, you know, every sure. little thing that you do, you could go to hell. It's like, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't be watching this. But I did anyway. So. And, and I think, like, Boy, a lot you of those older, uh, like, a lot of those older horror movies, Felix, it's kind of like when we talk about old school wrestling. Like, you can do so much by doing so little. And I think, you know, sure. the, the newer movies, they're great. And, you know, the, the effects and, and the way that they bring you into the story are all cool and whatnot. But, man, like, you talk about The Exorcist or Psycho, like, when, when you didn't have to do, you know, too much. You know, it wasn't all about the blood and the guts and the gore, but you set the scene, mm-hmm. and you put me in this world, and by the time you get to, you know, what's supposed to scare me, it works because you've taken the time to establish, like, you know, I'm, I'm in here with Norman Bates and, and his crazy-ass mama, and uh, oh, I'm, I'm here, you know, with, with The Exorcist. And so I think a lot of those older movies, to me, they – they play with my head more than, than than some of the newer movies, even though the newer movies are more visceral, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, no, it does. It does, because I, don't, I know with the whole issue with me, the Freddy Krueger's and the Jason didn't scare me. It was more of the Michael Myers, the silent assassin, the silent murderer that would be, and you hear the the, the creepy music and he's, as he's stalking his, his prey, <laughs> right, I guess you could say his victims, I guess, whatever, and that's just getting you because you're, you're like, and he's not moving fast. He's not. He, 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 to my recollection, he never ran. And no. the fact that he's creeping up on him, and all of a sudden he gets him, and he, oh my god, you know, that to me was the boogeyman. That to me is the one you wanted to avoid. But then again, <laughs> those masks back in the seventies were probably a, a, a hot, hot, hot uh, thing to buy for Halloween. You can go and scare the hell out of everybody. But that came up. Yeah, it's coming up on the fortieth anniversary next year. Come to think of it, but. Um, that yeah. one to me was the one that scared me the most. Yeah. And then how come nine that nine was it nine uh, reincarnations later? I'm like, ah, nostalgia. It's a beautiful thing. Well, because <laughs> now they're bringing Jamie Lee Curtis back for the 40th anniversary coming out next year. Yeah, and it's supposed to be, it's supposed to like be right after the first Halloween. They're kind of like going to ignore the other one. Huh. Interesting. That's the fact that they killed her off. What's gonna, supposedly, that's what's going to happen. I don't know how they're going to pull this off, but um, I doubt Michael Myers will be scaring Jamie Lee Curtis because she's, uh, you know, she's got that blockage Wouldn't problem. Wouldn't it be an interesting twist, though? <laughs> Wouldn't it be, I'm not going to touch that topic right there. Wouldn't it be an interesting topic to see that after all these years, the real killer was actually Jamie Lee? Mm. I mean, they've always had those two, one chasing after the other. 
But exactly. You know, then close the chapter for good because at this point there's not much left you can do. How many more times can you kill this man? I mean, it got so ridiculous with Freddy and Jason that they made a, they made Jason versus Freddy, and that was more of a comedy because I was laughing my ass off with the smart-ass remarks that Freddy was making. It wasn't scary. It's almost like Alex was saying it's becoming laughable because it's ridiculous. Yeah, but didn't Jamie Lee Curtis cut off Michael Myers' head one time? And it turns out that the backstory to that was it wasn't even him. He escaped. That was an H two O. That's right. Like, oh, this is stupid. <laughs> the more right? people they get, the stupider they get. Turns out it was somebody else, and she ends up in a loony bin and gets killed. Yeah. So what you're saying, yeah. Felix, is at the end, uh, at the end of this next movie, you want Jamie Lee Curtis to be revealed as the real killer, and and, and her and Michael Myers just sit there eating yogurt. Is is that what you want, Felix? <laughs> No, it's not even so much about that. But what about the fact that maybe Michael Myers was really her alter ego? Mm. It's not a hard thing to make possible because at this point, after all these years, all these years of running, and all these years, he keeps finding her. Coincidence? I don't think so. Like Finn Balor and Demon Finn Balor? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about all that. But, but, you know, that, that, that brings an interesting twist to it, I think, because... If you're if you've been following this 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 franchise for all these years, you got to think to yourself, what more can you do to this man? Clearly, he's the undead. Yeah. And you can't kill him. What else can you do? Throw a twist in there. Every everyone every chapter's had a different story that went along with it. But what more can you do? If they're going to bring Jamie Lee back after uh, clearly killing her, <laughs> what else can you do? I just say keep people wondering, keep people guessing, make it interesting. Now. Will they do that? I don't know. Clearly, I mean, I'm not a writer, but that's another story. You know, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Stranger things have happened. I do want to, speaking of stranger things, I'm just kidding. Mm. Uh, Has anybody seen that TV show, that new show on Netflix? Show of hands. Oh, Stranger Things? No. No, negative. Anybody? anybody? I saw season one, haven't, haven't gotten into season two yet. Okay, okay. At least I got one person there with me. Yeah, unfortunately, I'll get the whole team on there. We'll talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Really? Yeah, that's scary enough as it is. You don't need no scary. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I I know. I get lame, man. I'm so so busy. I don't even get to enjoy TV as much anymore. You know, it's like I'm I'm, I'm struggling to catch football on Sundays, and and all I watch is wrestling during the week. It's it's pretty uh, pretty bad. (laughs) Well, you know. You know, you could be watching the Hocus Pocus marathon. That's more that's more your style, right, Alex? You know, look, aside, aside from Moana, I'm just because messing. it's the only movie I get to watch with kids, <laughs> and, I, and I love that movie. But, um, <clears throat> but no, man, oh, you, got, you know the one give movie I've been wanting to, to watch is Halloween Town, and I haven't seen it this year yet. It, it was a uh, Halloween Town you know, was like funny. A, early that 2000s. Hasn't been on, it, was, right. it was. Wait, say it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it hasn't yeah, been Halloween on for a while. It's a, a Disney movie, made, you know, made in the early early 2000s, and it was, it was a fun movie, but I haven't seen it. I saw the remake. I saw, like, Halloween Town 2, and I see Halloween Town High, but I don't see the original one. I'm like, man, like, what's going on? Not even Charlie Brown and the Netflix Great Pumpkin. It. I didn't even see that this year. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't I even know if they aired it this year. I think they stopped because people stopped watching. At this point, people are so not interested in that kind of stuff anymore. It's, it's, it's sad. It's, it's the Halloween, I mean, look, the Halloween mean, holiday itself is just 
not what it used to be. Yeah, and I like I'm hoping that they don't do that to Christmas. But I mean, the good thing about living in New Orleans is you can go out into the French Quarter and you can see tons of great pumpkins out in the clubs and stuff with their their horrible cans <laughs> and stuff. So I mean, it's 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 not you know you get Halloween live, but I don't I didn't see the great pumpkin on TV. <laughs> well, did you run into the original vampires out there? The witches and the, sure the werewolves sure and all the, the things. That, no, no, I'm Again, it, you it, know, they, it, that's they, around they say the New Orleans Alex area. is far away. What? Oh, I'm, I'm a big wimp when it comes uh, to that stuff. I, I, I can't even stay in haunted houses or anything. I couldn't do it. <laughs> like real haunted houses. We have plantations where people, people have, like, apparently they have high ghost activity out here. And well, you know, like, saying, uh, that, that whole town, the whole New Orleans ooh. area, has gotten the infamous for the, the, the history and the, the haunted yeah, uh, yeah. locations and the gravesides and so forth. So please, please tell us more. Oh yeah, and, and that's one of the things like, my <laughs> parents always wanted to. They always wanted to go to you know. There's a town called Franklinton where apparently they have a hotel there that's like really haunted, and people stay the night to hear the the, the to experience it. And one time my parents had this crazy idea to go do it. And I told them, I was like, look, knock yourselves out. Have fun because I won't be there with you. There's, there's no way, <laughs> much less my mom. My mom doesn't like that stuff either. But my dad was like, oh, we should do it. Let me tell you, you couldn't pay me enough to go stay in a damn haunted plantation and, and get the, <laughs> the crap scared out of me. Like, look, have fun. You, you go, if you like that stuff, hey, more power to you. I'll be here from the other side sitting here. You know, praying to Jesus, watching TV, and hoping that you make it out alive because I'm not going to deal with that stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm no thank you, voodoo, whatever. No, I'm good. Like, uh, I keep it within daytime hours, business hours. When the when business hours end, you won't catch me anywhere around there. Not the, the 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 whole thing with the witchcraft and the voodoo and the all the history that would be a, a crazy place. That one, and more so in the in the neck of the woods that we're 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 past that. Not so much in where he's yeah. at right now, but more so close to where he's at in Salem, with the whole thing, the history yeah, there as well. England. Oh, I've been there. Those would be some places I'd be I'd love to visit because I feel like they these places truly embrace still the spirit of Halloween because it, it, they they get involved with it. That's what I'm saying. I joke about it with you, Alex, but at the same time, that movie Hocus Pocus, that whole town that they live in, they mm-hmm. get involved with it. They, you know, it's all about the whole history of the, the, in this case, a movie, the Sanderson sisters. But I mean, the whole witchcraft and burning witches at the stake and the whole thing of the history of that. It's just honestly, that's it's intriguing to me. I would love to learn more about it and visit these places at one point or another. You know. Well, if you're ever going to go to Salem, do not go in October. <laughs> well, that's the whole point, though, it, wouldn't you say? Well, it is a madhouse. I went like a week before Halloween, like. What, mm-hmm. two or three years ago? And, mm-hmm. you know, we're all dressed up and everything. And <laughs> we're driving. We're in traffic. Like, we're in Salem. But we're in traffic <laughs> for two hours. Bumper to bumper. So mm-hmm. finally we get, we get into the heart of Salem. And then, uh, you know, we're looking for a parking spot. That took another hour. So then, okay, we get out. We're, we're walking around. We don't see anybody dressed up. And we're like, are we the only losers that are dressed up here? So finally, you know, we get into the, to where everything's going on. And, you know, people were coming out. And, you know, they were all dressed up and everything. So then we're starving. And we're like, all right, let's, let's go to a restaurant. Oh, here's one here. Go in. Uh, yeah, how long's the wait? Oh, that'll be about uh, 
two hours. Okay, what? on to the next one. <laughs> Go to the next restaurant. Uh, how long's the wait? Oh, about an hour and a half. Okay. Then we're walking down the, the street, and all of a sudden, I smell street meat, which is basically, you know, one of those uh, sausage pusher guys with the yeah, sausages yeah, yeah. and the, the, the green peppers and the onions. I smelled that, and I was like, we're eating this. I don't care. I don't care if it's a dead dog. We're eating it because we were starving. It might just have been. Yeah. yeah plus, it, plus, it was freezing, and you really couldn't do anything because, you know, there were so many people there. And we just said, ah, the hell with this. So we we probably stayed like about three hours. We really didn't do anything. And then we ended up going back to uh, Rockland, Massachusetts. And there was this club called Players, and they were having a Halloween party. So we went there and just uh, you see Dollar had Bill? a great night. What's that? Did you see Dollar Bill? Did you see Dollar Bill there? Dollar Nobody Bill? Let me that joke. Wow. Wow. Come on, Nate. Help me out here. <laughs> Dollar Bill? Dollar Bill, y'all, come on now. Nobody knew, remember Bernie Mac and Players Club? Oh, the, he's at the Players Club. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I got you. Come on. Nobody got you. Wow. Okay, I'm so Took us a while. Oh. Now, I was That's thinking, not a horror movie. It, it might have been so. No, it's it, not. It might have been, I mean, Felix. It was kind of scary. I, I, like, my, my, my mind was uh, distracted, Felix, because I was still thinking about uh, Brother Alex's story, and, like, to me, the only thing scarier than meeting a real ghost is meeting like a redneck plantation owner ghost. Like that's not a ghost. That's not a spot I want to be in. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. I won't. I'll leave that alone. <laughs> brother, I'll end with saying brother, brother, brother. <laughs> good brother, stuff, brother, brother. No, no, don't. don't. Those would be some places I personally, for me, would like to visit. Uh, maybe I would think mine about think it out a little further as far as Salem goes. But I mean, just because they embrace the whole thing of that, and I think <coughs> it's become a huge tourist attraction just for that purpose. But I think the same could be said for New Orleans. Am I wrong, Alex? I mean, people are in like herds around the whole New Orleans area that are even possibly even going to the, the to the to the cemeteries just to kind of get the feel of it or something. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but. Yeah, so so some of the biggest things that people come to New Orleans for, aside from the food and the and the culture, you know, you, you go to Bourbon Street because it's full of bars and strip clubs and whatnot. But also, you're looking yeah. at the ghost tours that they have, <laughs> uh, the cemetery tours that they have in the area. They have a lot of uh, places with voodoo and, and and old voodoo history where they go check out. Um, one of the cemeteries has the, uh, the the grave site of Marie Laveau, who was a voodoo queen, one of the most well known. And um, her, her tombstone is, is the craziest one because people go there and they write all over it. And, you know, you see a bunch mm. of X's on there and different signs and symbols and people like all these, all these different like just creepy symbols and stuff. People go right all over it. Well, you know, at one point this thing was just like hovered in, in what? That's just kind of disrespectful, I think, but, you know. Uh, it, it is, but, but what they're writing on it, you got to look at is – it's like voodoo. She was a voodoo queen, so it's a lot of symbolic voodoo symbols that people put on there. So uh, it's not so okay. much disrespectful, but it's almost like kind of like honoring her for whatever it is. But mm, okay. it was funny because a few years ago, I want to say it was like two, three years ago, maybe a little longer because it's probably just time flew, but they went and painted that tombstone. So <clears throat> everything that was signed, they painted at one point like it was like a pink color. I'm like, this woman's probably rolling in her grave that they painted the thing pink, 
but I'm sure I'm sure now they, they it's probably close to back to normal because you know it's New Orleans and graffiti's pretty common out here, so I'm sure people went and wrote all over it again. But but uh but yeah, no, it's 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 impressive. They have a lot of cool uh cool history when it comes to uh, haunted locations and ghost tours and and uh, cemeteries. That's that's a huge thing from New Orleans. Mm. Okay. What about you, Nate? You know, I you live you live in Virginia, and and I still wonder though. Do you guys do anything special out that way? And and if so, are there some some places that you would encourage people to want to visit? I mean, with some some history behind them. I mean, thoughts. I mean, we got a lot of history out here, uh, you know, with, with the Civil War battlefields and all that. Like, I live maybe 30 minutes away from Yorktown, and that's in heavy traffic. Uh, you know, and, of course, we're near uh, Williamsburg and Jamestown and all those colonial sites. So we're not too big into the Halloween festivities around here. But, yeah, there's a lot of historical, cultural-type things from America's past being one of the original uh, colonies and whatnot, or the early colonies, and so yeah, there's a lot of a lot of interesting things here. Some things you can see in the news, and then like I said, we're not going to get political tonight, but yeah, you can research <laughs> the history of our our, <laughs> our history here in Virginia. Uh, but yes, it, it's listening to Alex tell that story. It brought up a question that I want to I want to pose to the room because hearing about you know the, the voodoo priestess and the tombstone. As a wrestling fan, the first thing that popped into my mind was Papa Shango. Don't you say, oh, I knew you were going to say that, damn it. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't you say that. And so I'm wondering to the room, like it, wrestling obviously has a long history with mystical and, and horror-themed characters. Like who, who's been your favorite over the years? And I already know who you're going to say, Felix. Mm, you may not. You'd be surprised. We already but know. I, we, won't, we won't start. We won't start. We won't start with me. We won't start with me. How about this? We'll go to Alex first. Why do I have to start first? Go ahead. Go ahead, Felix. Just say it. Just say the Undertaker. Say it. You know you want to say it. Just say it right now. <laughs> right. Actually, I was going to say the Goon, but you know that 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 was just my thing. But, you know, T. L. Hopper. You know, Duke the Dumpster uh, Grossy. You know, these kind of mythical creatures that. Nobody ever saw again. No, all joking aside, all joking aside, there was nobody better you know, than the Undertaker. And I mean, when when you not think even dark, and you think when you think dark, ghost, um, mythical, and and uh, anything in relation, obviously everyone's always going to think about the Undertaker because that's that's you know he's the dead man. I mean, anything death related, graveyard, you think Undertaker. Who else? There 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 was nobody else that. That really came close to it, um, but I will they say, sure and, and <clears throat> I will say this: even though it's it was for a short period of time, and I totally liked the gimmick when it was when it was uh, when it was out and about, and um, I think I know this where can be a little biased. Go ahead, and and it's because I've been hanging out with him lately a little bit, and I started watching a little bit more of his work in a different perspective. But I totally love the Mordecai character. When it I was knew around. it. I knew it. I knew it. Yep. Ah. Because mm. that was almost like the anti Undertaker, and they were supposed to. Mordecai was supposed to wrestle the Undertaker at WrestleMania, but you yeah. know, a uh, few things happened, and <laughs> they, they, you know, that didn't happen. But there was another dark, you know, godly character um, 
well, well, dark character, you know, the underworld kind of thing. And it was really cool. You know, it's just for the first time we had, we had uh, an, an Undertaker character type, type caliber of character in, in the same sense of, 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 you know, you know, kind of like the same sense of persona, just in a different way, kind of like with the Bray Wyatt's that we're dealing with right now too. So it's just it's probably the closest mm-hmm. thing that we have to it right now. Mm. All right. How about you, Nate? Mm. Uh, let's see. Obviously, Undertaker's great. Uh, I'll throw in an honorable mention for Papa Shango because I, even as a kid, I remember when he had that feud with Warrior and the, the, the blood started dripping from Warrior's head. Like, as a kid, I was like, wow, they can do this on TV? Uh, he was great. Uh you know what? This guy probably gets a lot of flack, but I'll tell you, man, I was entertained by him for the short period when he was in the uh, WWE, and that's the Boogeyman. You get a Boogeyman as props. <laughs> he don't get very much of that, I'll tell you that much. Like, it, dude dude committed to the gimmick. He ate worms. I, I, got, I got love for the Boogeyman. Fair enough. That's, that's not a bad choice, considering it was you know he was they he used, they used him for a gimmick for a long time, especially around the holiday. I'm sorry, around Halloween. Uh, imagine he showed up for Christmas. Um, <laughs> no, that's not that's not a bad character. And then I know Pat, you're old school, but you know I'm going to go off on a side note because I'm not sure if Alex knew about this, but I want to mention something about Pat that you may or may not know, and he he may or may not want me to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Do you remember? Well, you follow you you go back to old schools sometimes, but Pat actually got to work with Roddy Piper. In fact, uh, he was a part of a whole uh, storyline with, with Piper back in 94 when he and Jerry Lawler were beefing, and he came, Jerry brought him onto the King's Court as a Roddy Piper uh, impersonator. And he got to be part of the King of the Ring in 94 as well, taking on, uh, well, being in, uh, initially coming in against Piper, but ended up siding with Piper in a sense, I guess. But I did want to mention that if you ever wanted to know more about who Pat was and where he came from and so forth, he did get to work with Roddy. He actually was chosen because he had the best impression of Roddy. That said, I do want to pose a question cool. to you, That's impressive. Pat. I do want yeah. to mention, since you do come from the old school as well, mm-hmm. who would you think of, who would you, uh, think of as far as these, these type of characters that we're talking about? Because you, you do remember way back when in the 80s as well when they had a lot of these gimmicks, as well as the oh, 90s. Yeah. But, see, it doesn't necessarily have to go to WWE. It could have been WCW. You know, they had their Halloween habit. <laughs> it could even go, you know, to ECW, which was sometimes ridiculous, ridiculously gory at that. But, I mean, what would you say? Well, I'd just like to say that, uh, you know, all these characters that have come along over the years, uh, that just proves that Vince is a movie mark. Mm. Of course. I mean, you look at The Undertaker. Okay. Two classic horror movies were basically combined together to make The Undertaker. The first one, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this movie, Phantasm. Can't say that I have. Mm. I've heard of it, haven't but I? Have, I have heard of it. Uh, there was a character, he was called The Tall Man, and basically he was an Undertaker. And he used okay. to uh, carry around this ball and he'd let the ball out of his hand. And it would go flying around the room. And then this, you know, two spikes would come out. It'd 
spike you in the head, and then the drill would come out and drill your brains out. And then he'd take you and then shrink you down and make you into a dwarf and send you to his planet. It was, it was, a, it was a weird movie, but, uh, yeah, so they <laughs> took that character because, you know, The Undertaker's this huge, tall guy. But where The Undertaker would, you know, he'd get knocked down, then all of a sudden he'd sit up. Vince stole that from Halloween when Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, thinks she killed Michael Myers and all of a sudden he sits up and then looks at her. Yeah. I was like, wow. I was like, you totally stole that. Uh, <laughs> another character that, that Vince stole was Waylon Mercy. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. And, and that was based on the uh, Robert De Niro character in Cape Fear. Yep. Uh, another one you could say is uh, Mankind. That mask looks hmm. an awful lot like Hannibal Lecter. I don't know. <laughs> I could see that. But and, and but what was course, some of your uh, personal favorite? Oh, definitely The Undertaker. But when he mm-hmm. first came out, I didn't think the gimmick was going to work. Because, you know, I knew me him neither. As, you know. Me neither. <laughs> you got to be honest, I didn't either. No, I, I really didn't. And then, like, uh, same thing with The Walking Dead. I hear there's going to be this zombie TV show, and I'm like, oh, this ain't going to work. <laughs> and then I, I watched the first show, and bang, I was hooked. But, um, yeah, I definitely The Undertaker. That show. I'm sorry. It's horrible. <laughs> Don't sorry, give me that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, the thing is, and here's, and here's the thing with that. I actually tried to invest my time into watching it. I got to season three, and I was falling asleep through every episode. I'm like, oh, what? There's a zombie? Oh, cool. All right. But I couldn't get behind it. I just couldn't do it. I got behind uh, Breaking Bad. I got behind uh, Stranger Things. I got behind all these other shows, and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I don't know. It just didn't pull me in. Don't get me wrong. The whole zombie thing I thought was the theme of the show Clearly, I was wrong. Don't get me wrong; they're a big part of it, but they're not the main part of it. So, okay, not interested. Change. Uh, you got the clicker. Oh, another character that uh, Vince stole <laughs> from a movie. Um, it's not so much a horror movie, but uh, Razor Ramon. Yes. <laughs> yes he did. Gee, I wonder what movie he got that from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Any guesses? But yeah, definitely the uh, the Undertaker and Mankind. Um, and I thought the Hell in a Cell match was just incredible. Uh, now that mm. now they should have played that one for Halloween, as, as as ridiculously crazy as that match was. It should have. It, why not put no? I'm just saying because it was crazy. That was probably one of the craziest matches in history. But okay, no, okay, Hell in a Cell match. Mm. There have been crazier matches than that, but. Oh, what was that one? I, like, in, uh... I got to post. Go ahead. I was going to say, what was that? It, it was in, in WCW. It was one of the Halloween Havocs. It was one of the stupidest matches ever. It was in a cage. Oh, with uh, Abdullah versus Piper. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, Abdullah the Butcher. He, he gets put in the uh, electric chair. Yeah, um, that was the uh, oh, Chamber God. of Horrors match. Oh, my God. That oh, was God. horrible. He got electrocuted, supposedly. But if you watch if if you watch the match closely, um, there's there's parts where you know the camera is like right near the uh, the lever, yeah. 
the lever kept falling down. <laughs> yeah. So they had some guy come into the ring and actually tape it up because it kept falling down. Oh, yes. It was just a flop <laughs> waiting to happen, unfortunately. What didn't get over as good as the Ding Dongs did. Oh, oh I remember that. The Ding yeah, Dongs. Whose bad idea was that? I think that was Jim Hurd. Jim Hurd, the pizza man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. You know, there, there, the, the, the same guy that wanted to replay to shave his head. Oh, Jesus. Or he'd wear an earring, too. Yeah. You can't change You can't change classic like that. But he also, no. No, I don't think it was him that did it, but bringing in the character like the Yeti, who was a giant mummy. Oh, the Yeti. Oh, that was retarded. <laughs> did anybody see what happened? Yeah, the Yeti. Oh, that was that. Yeah, that was like a whole Dungeon of Doom era of WCW. Ninety-five. Yep. That's when the Boss Big Show good. officially defeated Hogan. Became the WCW champion. Was that that stupid match right. on top of the roof with the pickup truck? Oh no, truck. they had that. that <laughs> yeah, that's a monster trunk one, and then they ended it at the end of the night. Supposedly Hogan killed the Big Show, pushing him off of. Uh, that that building, but you know, oh my God, he came back, he survived, you know, you know, back when the monster truck shit. was ruling WCW. They yeah. Came oh yeah, everybody in WCW had a monster truck. Oh my God! But then again, they always uh, Sting had his buddy RoboCop there. Anybody remember that? Oh, that was yeah. stupid too. Well, 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 Chucky actually about, made an appearance. Uh, I was gonna say, Pat brought up Chucky. Chucky had a beef with Rick Steiner one year. Yeah, remember that? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. He's gonna. Pat's getting into character here. Watch out, folks. <laughs> oh, WCW. You want to talk about Halloween? They had some great, uh, ridiculous gimmicks for Halloween. Since you don't, have to, we, we all probably had our own versions of uh, crazy gimmicks that we try to imitate ourselves. But that brings me to another question that I'm going to go around the table. And yes, Alex, I'm going to pick on you. <laughs> what were some of your favorite costumes or memorable costumes that you remember wearing as, uh, trick or treating as a kid? Doesn't have to be scary, but something that either left an impression on you that you'd be like, "Oh my God, why the hell am I wearing this?" Or so I'm like, damn, this is such a cool costume. I think I'm going to wear it a few times for the next few years or something like that. I, I don't know. But um, tell us about some of your, your favorite costumes for trick-or-treating. I, th- I think some of my favorite costumes were, were obviously um, – I, I was big on Power Rangers growing up. So so dressing up as a Power Ranger probably were my favorite. Um, your, your favorite was the pink one, right? Yep, yep. I love Kimberly. She was she was my my first love. So, um, yes, I do love the pink one. So therefore, I was Tana. <laughs> That's why I was the White Ranger um, one year. Oh. So, but yeah, so right. I, I love I love Power Rangers. I you know I, I wore some of those costumes a couple of, you know as they changed throughout the years. Well, a couple of them at the beginning. I I, I did a few of those. Um, I think one of my favorite ones was. I think December, not December, I'm sorry, uh, October of 20, 2014, 2013. I think in 2013 and I think the year before that in 2012, I had this really cool Batman costume and I, I dressed up as that. And I did that one for a couple of years because it was just so cool and, and the kids loved it. And, and it was just really cool, you know, getting to be Batman. So I enjoyed that. 
Um, and then the, the the only funny story I have, uh, not really a memory, but, you know, it's because my mom always told it to me, is when there was, I think uh, I must have been maybe two years old at the time, and she she dressed me up as a little clown for, for Halloween. And uh, she took... Got horror stories on that one. Oh, I can imagine. Uh, well, this is a horror story for her because she spent at least an hour and a half, two hours on my, my face paint, you know, painting painting my face, getting it all set. So we start going around trick-or-treating, and she said all it took was for one witch to walk up to me and kind of just do her little laugh or whatever, like, close by. I lost it, and I had just just all my all my paint was smeared, ran down my face all <laughs> over the place. I was crying. And, you know, my mom was, like, mm-hmm. so upset because she just washed, like, all, all her hard work just kind of wash away. So. Oh. <laughs> and I think somewhere, somewhere I had the picture of that and like myself in the little devil costume. So I will gladly uh, post those to the pipe bomb page once I find them. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, well, how about you, Nate? So, first of all, I think we discovered the reason why Alex doesn't wear face paint in the ring, uh, he's traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and I think like I, I always tended to go towards you know whatever uh, cartoon was hot at the time. So whether it was you know GI Joe or Transformers, and you know I, I know Felix probably remembers. I'm sure Pat does too. Back in the day when you bought like the the costumes that were very flammable for whatever reason, kind of like oh, the, yeah. the plastic. The plastic mask with the with the with the rubber band on it, and like you had the little tiny nose holes, and then the little slit for the mouth hole, and so you're just trying to breathe. And your face is sweating. Yes. Yeah, your face is sweating. Uh, and so one uh, one uh, year, I was uh, Optimus Prime, uh, but because for whatever reason, you know the the plastic Optimus Prime pants that came with it, I ended up ripping. Uh, you know, and my parents wouldn't let me go to school with the ripped pants. So I was like Optimus Prime with some black jeans on. Uh, <laughs> so, and we, we, you know, the, uh, the elementary school I went to, they always did like a parade on Halloween, you know, so all the kids could walk around in their costumes and teachers could take pictures and the parents could take pictures and all that. So I was uh, Optimus Prime with jeans. Uh, my little sister was a cookie monster. And then uh, our friend was... <laughs> Our friend was uh, like a She-Ra or something like that. And so we're walking around in the parade, and I'm already feeling uh, some type of way because I don't have my full Transformer outfit on. Uh, but then, like Pat said, when you're walking around in those masks, particularly this is like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, so the sun's still out, and it's hot, and I'm sweating, and I'm trying to breathe. And I think halfway through, I, I, I know I didn't curse because I, you know, I wouldn't have cursed at that time. But I know I kind of got fed up with the whole dog and pony show. And so I took my Optimus mm-hmm. Prime mask on and just walked around with like a Transformer plastic smock on and my black jeans looking <laughs> looking with the, with, the, with the sour face. And I, I distinctly remember like teachers like, what's, what's wrong with Nate? Why, why is he not happy? This is Halloween. Everybody should be happy. And uh, that night, I, I think I had, I had fun trick-or-treating, but I, I still, you know, have bad memories of that day at school. And then I I vowed since that day I would never let anybody parade me around for their enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, how about you, Pat? 
any uh, good stories or costumes that stand out to you? Uh, well, God knows you got a few, I'm sure. But um, any horror stories? Those two. But uh, whatever you got, lay it on us, pal. All right. Well, as far as the uh, costumes go, um, like we talked about last year, you know, um, I still like to dress up and everything. But uh, over the past few years, I've been dressing up as the Heath Ledger Joker. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, back when I was a kid, I loved dressing up as Jason Voorhees. But like I said before, you know, I look stupid because I look like an anorexic Jason. And um, <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the movie The Warriors? Yes. You know, warriors come out to play. <laughs> well, can a, you a, dig it? <laughs> yeah. Can you dig it? Gee, where did Booker T get that from? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I dressed up as, um, there was this gang in the uh, the Warriors, and they were chasing the Warriors through New York, through uh, Central Park. And the name of the group was the Baseball Furies. And yes. these guys... Yeah, dressed up in pinstriped uh, baseball <laughs> uniforms with face paint on and baseball hats, and they'd they, they carry bats. That was their weapon. So uh, one year I dressed up as the uh, one of the, the, the leader of the, uh, the baseball furies, and he had basically an all-yellow face, almost like gold dust, and, you know, one of the eyes was blacked out and the, the lips were black. <laughs> and uh, that came out pretty cool. I got a picture. I'll send it to you guys. But... Uh, as far as uh, stories go, <laughs> I got a couple of uh, drive-in stories. <laughs> Back when I was a kid, I used to love going to the drive-in. And I can't remember how old I was. I was under 10. And there was this movie that came out. And it, was, it was a dinosaur movie. I mean, you know, you look at it nowadays and, you know, it's cheesy as all hell. It's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. claymation and crap like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I really wanted to go see it. So I was like, Mom, Mom, please, can we go to the drive-in? I want to see this movie. So she's like, okay, yeah, sure. So we get to the drive-in. We end up getting into the wrong lane. So instead of seeing <laughs> The Land the Time Forgot, which was the, the <laughs> dinosaur movie, and I forget what was playing with it, instead of that... Me just being this little kid, I ended up seeing the Happy Hooker <laughs> and the Last House on the Left. <laughs> Yikes! No wonder I'm so screwed oh, up, no. right? <laughs> I was about to say that, that that actually explains a lot, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I remember there was this one scene <laughs> in the Happy Hooker. And this, this chick's naked, and this, this guy's pouring whipped cream all over. And I was like, I look at my mother, what's he going to do, eat her? <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, then, then years later, um, I, have, uh, I have family members uh, that are buried in this cemetery in Braintree. It's called Blue Hill Cemetery. So right next door to the Blue, Blue Hill Cemetery is used to be the old, it's now closed, but the old uh, Braintree Drive-In. So we're driving through the cemetery, and, of course, we get lost, and we're driving around. It's a, it's a huge cemetery. So we're driving around, 
And then all of a sudden I look and I see through the trees the giant screens for the, for the drive-in. And I was like, oh, wow, this is great. Because remember, now I'm going way, way back. When you used to go to the drive-in, you used to put the speaker on the windows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that, actually. Yeah. Well, they got rid of the, the, uh, the speakers because, you know, people would be fooling around in the car or getting drunk or whatever, and, you know, they'd drive off and the speaker would come flying with them. So they got rid of those, and they ended up having this uh, this uh, frequency, especially you know just for that area, for the uh, for the Ooh, driving. Yeah. You could you could tune in in on your radio, your car radio. So I'm looking through the newspaper, and I see this double feature, and it was Hell Night, which I had already seen on cable, but this was the first time a Nightmare on Elm Street was in the theaters. And I was like, okay, it's a double feature. It's playing for driving. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we just sat in the graveyard and watched the movie from there and we'll bring a radio? So grabbed one of my friends and we're trotting through the, the cemetery in the middle of the night, scary as hell. And then, uh, you know, we sit down. We, we can see the, the, the screen, but we couldn't tune in to the, to the radio station. So we're like, oh, crap, what are we going to do? So... We end up making our way through the woods, and we come into the come into the uh, the, the, the drive-in, and there's this old file cabinet that just happened to be sitting right underneath the screen. And I was like, "Oh, this is perfect. We'll just sit here." Only thing is, we were sitting directly underneath the screen, so our heads were like looking straight up into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of the night, our necks were killing us. But we saw the two movies for free, so that was pretty cool. Right. You know, that's the thing I think they need to bring back is the drive-ins. I miss those things because sometimes you just don't want to sit in the theater with some loud-ass people that just gonna, or people that have a big-ass head and they're just blocking your view or kids that are screaming and just don't know when to shut up or whatever the case and you're trying to watch a movie, or girls who are ridiculously annoying when they're watching a movie getting scared and being loud, right. the privacy of your own car sometimes <laughs> is helpful. On the other hand, maybe it's not such a good idea for teenagers to take advantage of theaters, because God knows you never know what they'd be doing, but uh, things can be said for adults. So, okay, I'm going to change the subject now and go to a different story. Yeah, dri- drive in <laughs> real quick, Felix. Drive-in <laughs> movies, yes. I, I will, uh, I'm going to co-sign your drive-in movie amendment because the... I've only been to the driving movie twice. Once when I was a little kid and once when I was in college. In the time in college, I was up in uh, Pat's neck of the woods in uh, Franklin. Uh, I was going to Dean College. And okay. uh, for whatever reason, I went to school in the summertime. You know, they had like a summer program for new uh, incoming freshmen to get orientated to the school. And so I went to the program and they're like, well, we got a treat for you one Friday. We got a treat for you guys and girls. We're, we're going to take you to the drive-in and we're going to go see higher learning. You're like, okay, cool, whatever. Uh, everybody likes Michael Rappaport. Uh, so we, uh, the, the, the game, it was about 15, 20 uh, kids in the program. And uh, let's just say this, Felix. I think about five of us saw the movie because the rest of us uh, just got vanilla Cokes and uh, put other beverages in the vanilla Cokes. And I had a wonderful, wonderful evening. So I am firmly in favor <laughs> of the drive in movie. I have to agree, Nate. Um, I mean, they remember, are fun. Remember back in the day, like, it was like, I don't know, uh, $10 per car load or whatnot. 
Yeah. So you'd pile as many people into the car as you could. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, sure. I, you know, because I was the little the little guy. Everyone would be pushing me down on the back seat and sitting on me and stuff and making it look like I wasn't <laughs> even there. I'm suffocating and I can't breathe. But the, the thing that sucked about the drive-in is once I got my license, I had this, had this girlfriend, and I was like, let's go to the drive-in. She's like, oh, okay, what's the plan? I go, who cares? Let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just go. So we go all the way to the drive-in, pull up, and there's this big sign, closed. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, closed, and I guess that was a sign for Pat to be gone. Damn, I guess he really did mean it was closed. <laughs> that, was a, that was a hell of an exit. Be- that was a hell of an exit. <laughs> that was but, very you know, dramatic. Overall, you, can't, you, can't, you can't write that. You really can't. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> well, you can't think that. No. Oh, Jesus. Don't go there. No. Got to bring up that yet. Oh, jeez. Anyway. Wow. Uh, I did go there. Yes, I did. No. Uh, I got to pose a question, though, in the sense of uh, TV shows, though. TV shows, not, obviously, you guys touched on The Great Pumpkin. You guys touched on, you know, mythical creat- uh, creatures, characters from WWE, but... What about the actual TV shows? Some TV shows would get into the whole Halloween thing, and what were was there any TV shows that stood out to you guys that you guys wanted to you know catch each year? I don't know, maybe maybe Saved by the Bell, maybe um, Wonder Years, I guess. I don't know, that's going a little too far back. Maybe Roseanne, maybe The Family Matters, maybe uh, I don't know. Was there any Halloween special TV shows that came on that? Caught your guys' interest that maybe you guys wanted to watch each year? Eh, not, not really. I mean, I'm not really a big Halloween guy, so I, I don't know. I, I I really didn't, like, set my DVR or anything, like, or, or recorded any program or, or scheduled anything to watch some Halloween special. I mean, normally they don't really do much for – actually, let me take that back. Any chance – that I got to watch Raw or SmackDown on Halloween week, that's what I set my DVR yeah. to because I always <laughs> like the Halloween specials of wrestling. So, yes, that's that's my Ooh. TV show. Okay, okay. Fair yeah. enough. And uh, the man of the hour, the man with the power, too sweet to be sorry, he's back. Watch out, Pat. We were just talking about your exit there, <laughs> sir, and what it was, how, how dramatic it was. It was like mic drop. And that, that and now a, he's gone. That was a, yeah, that was a perfect exit, Pat. You're just like we drove up there, and the sign said closed, and then we didn't hear from you. Like this man is a he's a consummate uh, professional. You know, if I was boring you guys, you could have just said shut up, Pat. You didn't have to hang up on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> No, my ear accidentally hit the the button, and I was like, oh, shit. So here I am. (laughs) Anywho, no, I was just mentioning TV shows. I mean, because they had even, okay, you can't tell me none of y'all ever watched the Treehouse of Horror, the Simpsons Halloween special. Come on. Yeah, that was going to be my answer, Felix. Uh, Besides Charlie Brown, uh, The Great Pumpkin, or – uh, any of the wrestling that took place during Halloween. Uh, and, and Halloween Havoc, matter of fact, was one of my favorite themed pay-per-views. But uh, 
I, I love the the Treehouse of Horror. Like for for a, a, I think for a good ten fifteen years, like I I never missed one, and then like lately, I haven't caught up with them. But uh, yeah, for a good ten fifteen years, I loved uh, the Simpsons Halloween special. What about you, Pat? Um, like I I think we touched on this last year. There was, used to be this movie that would come on Channel Thirty Eight in Boston. And it was called uh, the the movie was called Trilogy of Terror, and it was basically mm-hmm. like a creep show movie. There was like three short stories, but the one that you waited for was the last one. It was about this this uh, Zulu fetish doll, and it had a spirit in it, and it was a mean looking little son of a bitch. And uh, the thing is, it had the spirit in it, and if you took the chain off the doll's neck the doll would come to life. And like I said, the thing was evil, mean, had nasty sharp teeth and these bug dies. And um, this girl was, you know, just looking at the doll and she was on the phone with her mother, got into a fight with her mother on the phone and she took the doll and slammed it down and the chain fell off. And the next thing you know, the doll starts chasing her around with a knife and like (laughs) running around the room. And this was way before child's play. But it was just that it was like that was the best segment out of the out of the three, and it was just I, I used to wait for that all the time. And uh, another TV show that I used to love came on every Saturday morning. It was uh, on WLVI TV 56 in Boston, and it was called The Creature Double Feature. And they mm. would show like old classic horror movies, like the, the Japanese horror movies, like uh, Gamera. Uh, Godzilla, yes. <laughs> um, Creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, Attack of the Mushroom People, you know, just all kinds of crazy things. And I, I used to, everybody else would be out playing football on Saturday mornings and everything, and I'd be sitting in my room watching that. Hmm. Okay, okay. Well then, let's see. What else have we touched on? I think I might have seen you check my list here. Uh, let me see. Hold on, let me try the end. No, you know what? We'll try that and see. I mean, Alex, I know he never really followed the genre too much, but he even might know some of this. And since I have to say, maybe Pat would be the out of the four of us, the horror genre king here. Maybe he should be the one to give us some questions about the horror genre that maybe see if we can answer. What do you think? You guys, James, the game to try it out for a little bit, a couple of rounds or so. Ooh, I'm gonna lose, but let's do it. <laughs> we can try this We can test it. Hey, give it all the old college try, right? Okay, so you want me to ask yeah. the questions? Why not? Think of something, and 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 and. Well, if you need a moment, we'll kind of dove off into another to- topic while you think of some questions real quick. And I'm saying, if you if you unless you can think of something off the top of your head to go around the room here a few times, I mean, a couple a couple questions a piece or so. All right, well, I won't pick on Alex because he's not really a horror movie buff, but Felix, you said that Halloween oh, sure. was one of your favorite movies, right? Yeah. Okay, what was the original title for the movie Halloween? What was it originally going to be Ooh. called? Ooh. Mm. Do we have that Jeopardy theme? <laughs> do, 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 do
Damn. That's a good uh, one. Uh, damn, that's the first time I'm speechless. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll give, you, uh, I'll, I'll give you a multiple the, the choice. Babysitter murders. The yeah. babysitter murders? You cheated. Yes, you I cheated. Did. You stupid. Okay, I don't do that. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got well, it's the first time I can't answer a movie a question about that movie because I pretty much knew about the movie. <laughs> Except for the damn original name. Just like nobody knew that the original, uh, they say the original killer of uh, Friday the 13th was Jason Voorhees' his mom. Yeah. Anyways, no, I that's didn't. Why you I want, did that's that. why you wanted the Jeopardy theme, so you could sit there and type while I'm sitting there doing that stupid song. Ah. He caught sneaky on quick. Sneaky guy. Very good. Yeah, sneaky. Very good, Hudson. You, you caught on quick. There you go. <laughs> All right. Go on to Nate now. Don't pick on me no more. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nate. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis was in Halloween. Yep. Her mother, Janet Lee, was in the movie Psycho. Mm-hmm. What is the connection, besides them being mother and daughter, what is the connection of one person's name that was basically the same name but different characters. One was in Halloween, and one was in Psycho. Ooh. Same name, different characters. Same name, different characters. And I'm not going to be like uh, Eddie Guerrero over here, lying and, and cheating and stealing. I'm going to come up with this answer <laughs> all on my own. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, so so the, the character shares the same name in both pictures. Yes. But they're different characters because okay. one's in Psycho, one's in Halloween. Ooh. <laughs> oh, good one. Did we stump him too? Hmm. Uh, let's see. Alex, uh, no. are you going to help your old man out here? Do you need me to Google something? <laughs> <laughs> Google something, pal? Uh, I'm going to say... There's no Googling on pipe bomb. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say... Jane? Who? Jane. Jane? You know Jane from Psycho. Everybody knows Jane. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, Felix, you got the answer? <laughs> no comment. Oh yeah, Mr. Google over okay. here. Shut up! Shut up! I'm not gonna say nothing. Oh. I'm, uh, this is Nate. This is on Nate. <laughs> <laughs> you give up, Nate? I, I give up. I tap out. Okay. All right. In Psycho, uh, Janet Lee's boyfriend's name was Sam Loomis. Okay. Now, in Halloween, the doctor that was chasing around Michael Myers was also named Dr. Sam Loomis. Oh. Wow. Huh. 
You know what? I'm going to bring on one more for the roundtable here who has been waiting patiently, and he is a character. And he, I think, might be able to match wits with you, uh, Pat, because he is also from that genre as well. I mean, we're all around the same age. (laughs) No, no. But if you would have checked on your Facebook, you probably would have got a clue. But no, it's okay. (laughs) Helio, what's going on, man? Helio! Not much, guys. What's up? I, How you I doing, brother? How was your Halloween? Yep, oh, Helio's yeah. here. I am definitely now the minority in this whole conversation. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because we're all like old the, the powers of movies <laughs> and knowledge have, have just come against me. So I'm going <laughs> to sit back, put myself on the list, and listen. I'm going to take some notes. <laughs> <laughs> have, a, have, a, have a seat at the learning tree, son. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, since I know Elio is also from that same genre as well as uh, myself and, and Nate and, and Pat, and since uh, Pat's been the uh, Alex Trebek, if you will, uh, <laughs> carry on. We'll move from me to, to Nate to Elio. Why don't you throw him a question, see if he'd be able to match with you and probably not even Google it. <laughs> All righty, Lil. Uh, let's see. What was director Ed Wood's best known B movie? Mmm. Plan 9 from Outer Space. Ding, 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 ding. What do we have from Johnny? Damn. Good job. Damn. <laughs> no hesitation on that. Good job, Elio. No hesitation. Right off the bat, Holy I'm proud cow. of you. <laughs> you know, I think we all should take notes here from Elio because he 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 knows his he knows his stuff. Nate, he knows his stuff. Nate, he yeah, knows his stuff. That's 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 why he's the producer, Felix. <laughs> this is true. Elio, he still hasn't caught on to what I'm trying to say. He'll see it later, though. <laughs> but all right, job, I got another Elio. one for you. That, that, that. Oh shoot! Fire away. Okay, Elio, the Green Inferno was a remake of what 1970-whatever-the-hell classic horror movie? Ooh. Oh, now I'm stumped. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? He got stumped a little bit there. Oh, he got stumped? He's thinking about it, though. No, he's okay. thinking about it right now, though. No Googling. <laughs> I'm not even near the computer. Felix is. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't even know that movie. No, so I, 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 no, I, I, no, I have no clue. Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, he stumped him. He stumped him. I'm stumped. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cannibal Holocaust. Ooh. Damn. Oh, I definitely wouldn't have gotten that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what, though? I want I, I, Pat, I want you to think of one. Think of one that even Alex would know. And I want, I want to test his knowledge. He may not know much, 
but I know he's familiar with somebody. <laughs> so we're going to pull him back into this, and I want to t- I want to uh, tickle his brain a little bit and see what he can do with it. No, better yet, you tickle his brain and go with that. <laughs> Don't go there, Pat. Leave it alone and just ask him the question. I know where you're going with that. I'm behaving all right. <laughs> all right, Alex. Uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street. Which okay. famous movie star was that his first movie? Wait, you mean the oh, I know this one. I know this one. What was that? There was a famous actor, I think, was was the, was it the first killing in Nightmare on Elm Street? Or was that uh, the question? Repeat the question, uh, Pat. Uh, the, the question was, what famous Hollywood movie star, A Nightmare on Elm Street, was his first feature film? It was his first movie role ever. Um, He's a Hollywood icon now, for sure. Boy, oh, shit. Uh, listen, yep, so, uh, <laughs> oh, shit's yeah. not the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Sam Loomis, son. It's not Sam Loomis. Oh, Felix, did, tell me. did you Google that one, too? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I bet you Ilio did. I don't know. He didn't even have to. You probably already knew it. Right, Ilio? No, I, I guarantee uh-huh. he knew it. Knew it. That's, I mean, I don't know. Unless you want to answer it, Ilio. But, Alex, any thoughts? Any guesses? No, not at all. I'll tell you what, Pat. Give him a couple of hints. See if that might help. Maybe a hint or two. Uh, hint of two. All right. Um, he likes to go sailing a lot. Mm. Johnny Depp. Ding, 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 ah. ding. Damn. All right. That's a good clue. Alex Googles, too. <laughs> Alex, he went from Google. <laughs> <laughs> Once I got it yeah, wrong, I was gonna I throw in the answer. I was gonna throw in a Twenty One Jump Street reference. Oh yeah, that would have worked. All right, all right. Uh, let's see. I guess that has to come back to me again, don't it? Damn it. Oh hell. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Hit me with your best shot, Pack. God knows I nearly stumped the other one, even though I had to cheat a little bit. Okay, uh, other than A Nightmare on Elm Street, name at least, and don't you dare touch that keyboard. <laughs> name, <laughs> name one other Wes Craven movie. Oh, dude. Well, I'll tell you right now, I'm not a movie buff. Uh, I couldn't oh, even I have to, one. I don't even know who Wes Craven is. Uh, I could say Scream. Wow. All I right. Scream because Can I noticed that uh, they made part four. I know they made part four before he died, but uh, what's Craven? Let me see. Is that Ice Craven? Uh, now look, if we, if, we were, if we were if we were talking wrestling, man, I'd be I'd be in this, but uh, I'm I'm kind of a uh, again the minority. 
<laughs> oh, don't worry. We're going we're to throw in some wrestling trivia here before we end the night. That's for damn sure. We're going to have a little fun with this, but I want Alex to be part of this too, damn it. All right. Um, I'm going to say I know what you did last summer, the first one. Didn't he have a, mm. uh, didn't he have a hand in that one or no? Because I feel like Shit, the original scream and, the, and I know what you did last number kind of came out very close at the same time. You remember those two movies? It came out very close. Um, what's crazy? Fuck, I can't think of anything else besides the new Nightmare on Elm Street movies that he tried to re- re- remake with uh, uh, Freddy, the original Freddy uh, years later, and then Scream. Scream, for sure, I knew because I followed that franchise all the way through. Um well, I'll, I'll give you a, a, a little hint. I mean, it's not much of a clue, but uh, two of two of these movies have been remade. Shit, <laughs> I don't narrow it down one bit. Uh, oh, <laughs> God. <sighs> Felix, you're such a pinhead. <laughs> you too. Jesus. Oh, the one I have for you probably won't guess. Elio, you want to go for it? Sure. Okay. I've got one. Shocker. What was that? Shocker. Shocker? Yeah, from 1989. Shocker. Yeah, Shocker was was one. That wasn't remade, but okay, yeah, I mean, that's one. Can you name one more? Um, What's that? Nah, okay, no, I don't don't got any more. That was the only one. That was remade. Um, geez, uh, Poltergeist. No, that wasn't Wes Craven, though. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I had to go there. No, honestly, uh, without thinking of the, the I Know What You Did Last Summer, the original one, uh, I know uh, Nate tried to give me a hint with that one saying Hellraiser, but even now, I don't know if it was ever remade, though. <laughs> was it? All right. Felix, I'll give you a hint. And it's wrestling did. related, but I couldn't get it. it can it can go to this question too. Okay. okay. You know the song Bad Street USA? <laughs> sort of. Michael Hayes, Fabulous Freebirds. Yeah. Okay, at the end of the song he says we where where can you find us? Jesus. I'm tapping out. I don't know. <laughs> All right. At the end of the song, he says, we live on the last house on the right. The movie I was talking about was okay. The Last Clear. House on the Left. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I, I, I don't follow that particular movie, so I would not have known that. I I freely admit that. I see. I know about it, but I have never seen it. So, therefore, I would not have <laughs> So It's I, kind I, of a disturbing film off. to watch. Uh, you know what? And I'll take you. I'll take your word for it. But um, and it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a part part of Pat's double feature, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that like said, happy that's hoodie. why I'm so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go one more round and go with Nate and then uh, Elio and Alex. And then we're going to turn it around and do a little wrestling trivia to close out the show. Okay. Uh, let's see. (coughs) 
Okay. This is for Nate. Who did the special effects for the movie Friday the 13th? Ooh, ooh, ooh. If you want, I'll give you a... I'll give you some choices. Oh, yes. Because I, I can picture the name. I just, uh, yeah, look, let me get some choices. Oh, oh, oh. We just talked about this last Damn it. Oh. Okay. I'm going to shut up now. Here, here are your three choices. <laughs> All right. Was it Rob Bateen, mm-hmm. Tom Savini, or Rick Tom Baker? Tom Savini. There no, you it's, go. It's, hold on. Yeah, Tom Savini, because Rick Baker was, uh, what Rick Baker did? Yes. What do you mean, yes? What's the name of the movie? (laughs) Uh, American Werewolf in London. There you go. Yeah, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see Savini in my head. I just, I just couldn't, uh, couldn't get the words to my mouth. But yeah, Tom Savini. Okay. Alex, I was my thinking friend. of old Fangoria covers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> What's up? You can okay, do it, Alex. Let me, let me see. Um, we believe in you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Who wrote the screenplay for the movie Creep Show? Ooh, I don't even think you've heard In of that. what world are these easy questions? <laughs> Would you like a multiple choice? <laughs> Actually, yes, I'd like a multiple choice. That, that'll be a lot easier. Okay, let's see. Just, Was just it? make it a fifty-fifty. Just make it an A and B. Just make it a fifty-fifty. So at least I have a fifty-fifty chance to get it right. Okay. Was it Was it Clive Barker? Or was it Stephen King? Damn it! I was trying to see if, if you were going to hesitate on the on the, <laughs> on the writer. But I was trying to listen to the voice the voice pattern. Um, I'm going to go with A. <laughs> Clive Parker. Uh, yep. Damn it! Oh. Sorry, buddy. It's Stephen King. I just like the confidence when you said the, 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 the first one. You know, I liked it. I was like, you know what, maybe that's it. So. <laughs> Look, that's a great horror name, though, Clive Barker. Oh, yeah, oh, Hellraiser. Yeah. And, um, I mean, he, he's done a couple of kooky movies. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen Nightbreed. No. No. That was a... Uh, that was interesting. It wasn't one of his better ones, but I mean, yeah, he's uh. <laughs> he's basically known for Hellraiser, and um, I think his latest one was uh, Midnight Meat Train. Mm. Yeah, he's a guy. Some of those ridiculous. <laughs> I wonder what that was about. <laughs> uh, it, it could be a porn, actually. <laughs> You're yeah, exactly you're absolutely right. right. Yeah. Starring Buff Bagwell. <laughs> oh, good God! No, you didn't. <laughs> I'm buff, I'm the stuff, and the girls just can't get enough. Uh, 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 uh. My Jesus! Oh my God! That's that's what I call a blockbuster. 
And that laugh. Um, All right, your son. Man. We got to do yeah. something about your son. <laughs> All right, Elio, redeem us. Bring us home. Okay. Okay, Elio. Uh, in the movie The Original Maniac, the killer's his, his the real name of the actor was Joe Spinell. What mm. famous Academy Award winning, winning movie did he play a part in? Ooh. I'll give you another hint. He was also in Taxi Driver. Ooh. <laughs> Again, I'm stumped. Oh. All right. Well, I will just give the answer. Um, it was Joe Spinell, and you guys might remember him as Gazzo in Rocky. Mmm. Come on, Elio. Oh. <clears throat> These ain't easy questions. All right, I'll give <laughs> no, him another <laughs> Says Mr. Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm do with you guys. Uh, all right. So, let's go ahead and uh, turn this around here and jump into something that Alex might know about. Well, we're really going to test his knowledge with this because we don't necessarily have to focus on the current. We can go back to the '80s and '90s, the '70s, whatever. Because if he follows wrestling as much as he says he does, he'll know this. So, oh, man. who would like to be the He's MC a, for the, the, the student of the game? Any volunteers to be the MC for Wrestling Trivia? Mm. I volunteer to Google a guy. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I second that because, yeah, cause I, I want to play too. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll tell you what. Since I, 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 y'all call me the Google guy, I'll be the DMC so that way I don't have to answer. So, therefore, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> you got uh, to typing answers, skills, right. you know. You... <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start with – I'm going to start with Alex. This is going to be a fairly easy question, I think. I think. And then we'll kind of take it up a notch each round. First question goes to you, Alex. Who won the second WWF Royal Rumble? The second one. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, hold on. Now you think back. The original Rumble was uh, started in ninety. I'm sorry, eighty-eight. Where's my head? In eighty-eight. <coughs> so the second one. And we know who the first winner was. Who was the second winner? Oh, man. And I'm not oh, giving any hints. You should know this. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, How about a multiple choice? No good. Okay, I can give you multiple choice. Would that help? Mm, yes, I'm just trying to... You want to do 50-50 thing I, or something? Yeah, give me a 50-50. Give me your choice. 
Okay. <laughs> First, uh, option A will be Hulk Hogan. Option B mm. will be Big John Stud. Mm. Oh, you know what? I think it was John Stud. Ah, right. hello. You're right. You're right. He won the 89 Royal Rumble. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And, and, and the reason why, he made, he made the reason why it's, yeah, the reason why is because I, I knew it wasn't a name that I normally recognize. And it just, I just couldn't, okay. I, I just couldn't remember. It wasn't like one of those big name wrestler guys that like we, we, we've seen like it's not a Hogan or an Andre or like a, like a, no, no, it was just, yeah, no. Ooh, okay. Right. Fair enough. So, Nate, I'm going to you next. At what pay-per-view did Yokozuna win his first WWF world title? Ooh. Um... Uh... His very first one. Okay, so this is this is post Lex Express. This is uh, not necessarily post. Think, not post. Is this the yeah, Lex is, Express this came versus, afterwards? Think this versus Brett. I don't know. And if so, what event was that at? Mm, um, I'll just say yes. To answer your question, it was against Brett, but you gotta get, give me the event. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I was just laughing because I, I, I realized that wasn't the question I asked. Do I have to give you? Go ahead. Is that what people say, did Yokozuna with win his first WWE World Title or WWF? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say. He uh, defeated uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, and that was uh, that was at WrestleMania, buddy. Wait, which, which okay, okay, which one? That's that's why I was laughing because I was like, I could just say WrestleMania and not put a year no. or, or a letter to it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Got to narrow it down. Because you know uh, what? Though? Coincidentally, uh, he faced him at two WrestleManias, but. Oh, no, and he beat him for two of them as well. That's another story. His first yeah. WWF world title. We said WrestleMania. Which one was it? Now I got, now I got to do backwards math, Felix. Thanks a lot. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm, go- I'm going to say that was WrestleMania, WrestleMania 11. No. No. You're killing me, Nate. You're killing me, Smalls. Come on, man. I'll give you one more guess. Okay, if it wasn't 11, let's play my lucky numbers here and say uh, that was WrestleMania 13. Wow. Wrong again. That's okay. Because, no, it was WrestleMania 9. In Las Vegas. Ah. Yes. He defeated him, although Yoko didn't win the title for long because Hogan came in and beat him right afterwards. I was going to say, yeah, Hogan, yeah, Hogan came in and, his and first title. did what Hogan does. Got his, got his belt back. Basically. Basically, yes. Basically, yes. <sighs> All right. Helio. Mm-hmm. Got one for you, sir. Let's go with... I think this one this might be too easy for you because you know you you know your wrestling trivia. I'll give you that. Who was the first person Randy Savage defeated 
in the in the WWE title tournament at WrestleMania four. Ooh. In in the first round. Okay, hold on. Um. No googling. Look at you talking. The National Book Treat. Chess. There you go. Good job. And Good job, Emilio. Say that, damn it. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Gonna go with. Oh, I got. I got to think of a good one for 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 Pat here, because <laughs> he might know, he might know a thing or two. Uh, let me think here. Hmm. What is a good one I can give this guy? You gotta you gotta give him a real a real stumper. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. <laughs> he's he's googling he's what is the toughest wrestling trivia question. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Felix, don't take too long. Don't take oh too long. Oh my god, we're gonna go off into the show here. No. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> oh my god. Uh the gobbly Google. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I, I might just have to go with that because I wanna ask you. Who was the gobbledygooker? Who played the gobbledygooker? When he Patrick made his debut, and then I guess in the... Son of a bitch. All right. Yeah. That was four or five by radio guest. Right. Yes, sir, he was. And an amazing guy at that. All right. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> in times like this, I'm actually missing the bird here for a second. Anyways. No, um, oh, hey, you banned him. Alex. I did. You're right. No. I did. Alex, who did Shawn Michaels last eliminate with the last elimination for the nineteen ninety five Royal Rumble to win it? Ooh. Whoa, wait. Who was who did Shawn Michaels eliminate to win? Who did he who was the last elimination Shawn did when he eliminated in the ninety five Royal Rumble to win it? Mm. Uh, shit, um. <laughs> shit, why don't I get the hard one, man? Was it? Oh, on. Come on now. Was, was Come on. The, was that the Bridget? Uh, oh, oh, what? I, what? What? I, was that the, me again. Was it the Bulldog? The British Bulldog? Ding, ding, ding. We got a winner, Johnny. Good job. That was almost hard. It was. It was the British Bulldog. I, know, I had a feeling you might go with Diesel because he actually, I believe, was the last one that was eliminated for 96 for him to win it. Yeah. But, mm. but um, Nate, I'm going to go with an easy one for you because this is actually pretty easy. But I'm, I'm kind of testing Alex's knowledge today because he said, well, for wrestling trivia, I'm, I know my stuff. Well, I, I got to test that knowledge. Anyways, Nate. To an extent. For you. What's, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> what state was the base for ECW? What state was the base for ECW? You mean uh, Extreme like, Championship was, Wrestling? Of course. Really? Which which was formerly known as Eastern Championship Wrestling? 
Damn. Okay. You got to show me a little finger too. Okay. Which, which, hey. which was based out of Pennsylvania, sir. Ah. <laughs> that was like a no-brainer for you, first, I see. Okay. First okay. ECW well, champion was Shane Douglas. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Jeez. All right. But that's like that's like asking what was what was the acronym before WWE? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I think it's uh, <laughs> let's go with WWF. Shut up. To, to Shut be up. fair, no. ECW like EC, like ECW is my wheelhouse. Like that. For for a year or two, that was my favorite promotion of all time. Oh, so oh shit! I didn't even know that. All right, all right, all right. Fair enough. Elio, <laughs> mm-hmm. who did Bret Hart defeat to win his first major WWF singles title? John Cena. Uh-uh. Really? <laughs> now, now, which which one, the Intercontinental or the World? That, the, the, no, well, in this case, I can't reveal that because that'd be a giveaway. Oh. The first major singles title. It would have to oh, be one of those geez. two. So which one did he win first? And who was it that he beat? Depends on I'm what Felix say, considers major. I'm going to say Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam 91. Woo! Ding, ding, ding. That was correct because Jeez. technically Brett delved into singles wrestling in the, in the early 90s mm-hmm. after, actually, I think it was like early 91, late 91, I think it was. And he started battling, mm-hmm. and he beat Kurt Hennig and took him out for a while. So, okay, fair enough. Good job, Leo. Let's see. Yeah. We got about yeah. Oh, we got about we got about five minutes left. So here we go. Uh, let's see. Ah, okay, I got one. Who was the Black Scorpion revealed to be? At the Great American, was it the Great American Bash that sting, that was that was haunting Sting all those years or in all those years, all those months? Who did he end up being revealed to be? Not quite. <laughs> Good guess though. <laughs> uh, would that be the Nature Boy Ric Flair? Woo! Woo! You know I had to add that in there. All right. All right. <laughs> Alex, I got one for you. If you don't know, oh, this one, I got, I got, I got one for you. I got one for you, Felix. Do you no. remember who the voice? No. Do you remember who the voice of Black Scorpion was? Oh, yeah. I always wondered that though, because they were doing the voiceovers pretty well back then, except for Shockmaster, which was disappointing. I would have to say. Iron <laughs> <Anderson>. <laughs> you, you're close. You're close. Uh, you're close, Felix. For the Shockmaster. Shockmaster. Not Shockmaster. I'm thinking Shockmaster now. Damn it. Uh, for the Black Scorpion. Um, what are you thinking of I'm the voice? Sure. Would it have been? Yeah, the yeah, voice of the Black Scorpion. Felix, I'll give you a you hint. You know who it was? Me? Yeah. Oh, you know it. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll Go give ahead. you a hint. Woo! That was I'm not saying it was Flair. No freaking way. No freaking way. No, it wasn't Flair. Was it Rick? Nope. So why would you go with Woo? No. <laughs> I said I'm giving you a hint. Okay, associate with Rick. Yeah. Oh shit, that nails it down to how many? Uh, let's see. It wasn't Tully. It wasn't Arn. 
Wasn't Barry? Wasn't Barry? Nope. nope. Paul Roma? No, it wasn't Paul Roma or Paul Orndorff. Uh, JJ Dillon? No, no, no. <laughs> You're Luger, naming everybody Stan, but no, I give up. It was like every horseman but. <laughs> well, damn sure it wasn't Fifi. Hold on, I, okay. got, I got it, Pat. I got a clue. I got a clue for him, Pat. Oh, go for uh, it. You know, Felix. I, Felix, I respect your your Latino heritage. When bullfighters fight, what do they say when when they uh, evade the bull? Ole. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got go one. with it. I'm okay. Tell me it was not Only Anderson, Santana. Felix. Only Anderson. Wow. I would say Tito Santana. <laughs> Is that, that, I, yeah, I, I probably threw you off with the Matador, but I was trying to get you from <laughs> Ole to Ole. I thought he was going to say Tito Santana. <laughs> I did say Tito. Damn it. Did you? <laughs> yes, I did. I didn't hear that. That's funny. Uh, yes, oh, yes Tito God. Santana was a black scorpion. Next thing, I'm coming <laughs> to get you. Arriba! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That was horrible. All right. All right. I got one last one for Alex. I got one last one for Alex. Right. And then we'll, we'll, we'll close it out Alex. for the night. During the NWO uh, invasion, if you will, they Kevin Nash and Scott Hall invaded uh, the show that was taped, taped in Orlando, Florida. There was a particular wrestler that jumped out at Kevin, and Kevin caught him and threw him into the trailer like a dart. Who was that person that was thrown like a dart? Hmm. And he is somebody you definitely have wanted to face in your career, for sure. Hmm. Oh, poor Rey Mysterio. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Amen to that. Last but not least to you, Alex, one more. True or false? With the Orlando, with, with the, that whole invasion, people believed it was real, and they actually called the police. True or false? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. All right. All right. I gave you that with a giveaway. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> let's start wrapping it up here. Good job. And calling it quits for the show. So, all in all, I hope you all had a good time. I know I did. You had some laughs. Uh Kind of, we're all over the place with a lot of things, but I think overall, I think we had fun, and that and that's what's most important. So I'm going to start with Pat since he hasn't been on the show in a while. To give us an update on where he's going to be, if he's going to be doing any shows, or if he's doing a, if maybe he's going to write the book of his life because God knows he's led a crazy freaking life. But um, <laughs> what you have to, Pat? What you, where are you going to be headed? Are you going to do anything? Are you guys anything coming up? Any projects you're working on? Uh, well, in September, I was supposed to be uh, presented with uh, the New England Championship Wrestling's Legends Award, but unfortunately, uh, my mother ended up uh, injuring her back, so I mm-hmm. couldn't make the show. And she uh, she's going to be she's going to be out for several months. I mean, she's home now. She was in the hospital for a while. She fell down and uh, fractured her lower back. And, uh, you know, she's got a lot of health issues. So I'm basically um, been staying home, taking care of her and whatnot. But uh, rumor has it that uh, possibly next year at Birthday Bash, 
um, that they they will present me with the award. And okay. you never know, that might possibly be a comeback for me, mm, which is hey, nice. Because I, I haven't been in the ring since, since 2011. So, I mean, I'm itching for it. But, you know, I mean, as long it. as, you know, it's a good deal and, you know, they let me uh, go crazy for a while because when I was in when when I was in NECW, I mean I always preferred to be the heel, as you. Know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we lost him again. And that, and that, and that was another classic exit mic <laughs> drop. He always. I prefer to be the heel. Pat Piper out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Helio. I know that you have delved into the hosting uh, venue a little bit. When yeah. is the next show for you? Are you guys doing any other shows coming up? I was. Uh, we were. Oh, son of a bitch! We just. Oh, everybody's hanging out. We lost that. We lost Elio. Oh. Okay, Alex. Before time <laughs> ends up kicking you off the phone here. Where, where you got any shows coming up? Um, yeah, next week, uh, I'll be in, um, I got drilled this weekend, unfortunately, but next week I will be November 10th, 10 and 11th. I will be in Alabama and then Mississippi. So that'll be coming up real soon, but I have a full schedule probably until the end of the year. And then already next year is filling up. So, um, you guys can follow me all Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Alex Cruz Nation, A L E X C R U Z N A T I O N. All right, and Nate, update us on uh, yes. what's, what's coming up next on the shows. In, in true Halloween fashion, and everybody's disappearing. But uh, uh, I hope everybody had a happy and safe Halloween. Uh, I've got shows always. Uh, uh, for those that have heard about what's going on with the law, uh, Keep It 2000 is in limbo right now because uh, we don't know what's going on there, but you can follow me on Twitter in the number 8, M-O-Z-A-I-K, at Nate Mosaic to find out more. When when I find out something, you guys and girls will find out. Uh, but the Kings of Sport is always around, and uh, we've got another episode coming up this week talking about the World Series, NFL, wrestling, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So uh, find me there and find me here on uh, Pipe Bomb Radio with Felix and Alex. Alright And well as far as I go Only time will tell I know uh, we have been back to back The last couple of weeks so we are going to be uh, Coming back in about two weeks uh, Otherwise just keep keep Tabs on those of you guys who follow me on Facebook And so forth Just keep following me my journey is Continued and will continue And we'll leave it at that In the meantime I still continue to do The uh, the, the the social media for Pipe Bomb, for, for China, for everything else at this point. So just keep following us and let us know what you think. Leave us a message or tell us if you like it, you don't like it, think, uh, we need to get rid of somebody. I'm just kidding. Don't say that. Um, in the meantime, <laughs> I guess we'll just say on behalf of all of us here at Pipe Bomb Radio, we wish you all a very, very safe and happy Halloween. If you've enjoyed it, that's great. I know in uh, Nate's part of the woods, it's already uh, November 1st, probably. Uh, in Alex's neck of the woods, it's probably already November 1st as well. For us, it's still Halloween yep. for two more hours. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say uh, happy Halloween once again. Thank you all for joining us. We'll be back in about two weeks. And keep your feet on the ground. Keep reaching for the stars. 
Guys, I will chat with you soon. Thank you all for joining us, and thank you again, Pat. We'll talk again soon. Have a great night, everybody. Bye, guys. Good night, Mr. Goose. Bye-bye.